This is your no bullshit guide to a happier life. Quick, but not necessarily easy tips to help you to squeeze every last drop of enjoyment out of your business and your life. My name is Helen Calvert. I'm a coach, a business owner, and a parent, and I'm so happy to be here with you. I do swear occasionally, as the title suggests, so pop in your headphones if I'm not safe for little ears. Ready to go? Let's do this. Hello, and welcome to this episode where we are talking about managing a team. Last time we talked about leadership, so this is kind of moving on from that and talking about ways to manage the team that you have. So you may only have a small team, you may only have a few people that you are responsible for or that are working with you, but this is relevant no matter what size of team you have. So let's think about the experience of being a small business owner. You work 12 hours a day on your business. You're constantly thinking about ways to improve things. You find it hard to switch off at the weekends and getting a new client is like cause for huge celebration. So why don't your team seem to give a shit? (laughs) Well, firstly, if that sounds like you in terms of how hard you're pushing yourself, you need to go back a couple of episodes and listen to me talking about being the best boss to yourself. But this is a common problem. Because as a business owner, you are always going to be the person who is passionately involved in business development, progress, quality. And when it's like that for you as the person who's built the business, sometimes we can be at a bit of a loss as to why our team doesn't seem to have that same dedication. Like, why why are they not putting as much in? But of course, the truth is that nobody nobody working in your business is ever going to care about it as much as you do. And actually, it's kind of unfair to expect that of them. Because you can bring from them the dedication and commitment that you need in two ways. You need to be clear about your expectations. And you need to be clear about rewards and consequences. So let's look at expectations to start with. So Again, as as a driven, ambitious business owner, it might be like painfully obvious to you (laughs) that somebody should just do their best, you know, all of the time, strive to get it right, never settle for less. But, you know, that's who you are. You set up your own business. That's your mindset in life. You you have to feel like that to be the kind of person who's going to start up alone. But, you know, your team members are going to have their own priorities, their own ambitions, their own things that motivate them. And they're definitely going to have their own view on what best looks like. And it might not chime with yours. You know, these people are individuals with their own lives and they're not necessarily going to see things the way you do. And even if they do, it's not their business. So their priorities are inevitably going to be slightly different. So what you need to do is ensure that they're working in a way that works for your business. And in in order to achieve that, you've got to be clear on certain things or you've got to make sure they are clear on certain things. And those things are the business values, what good customer service looks like, what you want them to avoid doing, what they should do if there's a problem 
and what is definitely unacceptable. So those things should be really clear to all your team members. And if they're not, you're probably going to run across some trouble. So for my team at Clear Day, uh, because I have a team of people who provide VA and marketing support services to small businesses. So our business values are calm, clarity, confidence, focus and progress. And my team know that good customer service looks like bringing calm to a client's day, making them feel confident in our ability to solve their problems and clearing their day so they can make progress in their business. And I tell all of my team members that what we want to avoid is taking any kind of panic and chaos to the client. So, you know, we might amongst ourselves have a bit of a flap about what's happening and get frustrated and lose the plot a bit. But, you know, the client doesn't need to see any of that and they don't need that bringing to their day. Those are the things that, that we deal with. And they know that if they have a problem, they need to come to me rather than putting that problem into the lap of the client. And I'm very clear about what is unacceptable. For me, it's unacceptable if there's an issue that I don't get told about up front. Because any problem that occurs, we can deal with. But I don't want to find out that there's been a problem that I haven't been told about. And now it's escalated because it was left. So I'm very clear that not bringing problems to me when they first arrive is unacceptable. Now, is that the kind of clarity that you are providing to your team? Because if not, the question is, how do they know how to do a good job for you? Because most people actually do want to do their best. But if they don't know what best looks like to you, that's an almost impossible challenge. So again, I know that what best looks like to you is really obvious to you, but it won't be obvious to them. Everybody has a different view on what best looks like, on what finished looks like, on what acceptable looks like. And you need to make those things really clear. Um, because what's obvious to you is not obvious to other people, particularly when they have their own lives and incomes and, and you know priorities to worry about. So it doesn't really matter how small your team is, but make sure that your expectations are recorded somewhere so that they're clear. You know, and I mean somewhere in writing. It's great to have the conversation, but it needs to be written down somewhere so people can refer to it. You know, it might just be a starred message in your WhatsApp group. You know, it doesn't have to be some kind of massive handbook. In fact, to be honest, if it is a massive printed handbook, probably no one's reading it. But give people the opportunity to do their best for you by telling them what best looks like. And of course, when they meet or exceed those expectations, remember to say thank you. Which brings us on to the second thing that's really important, which is rewards and consequences. Because some people are motivated just purely by the knowledge of a job well done. But, you know, some people aren't. And you want to make sure that you can get the best out of everybody. And the way to do that is to have in place some rewards and some consequences. You know, however simple. This doesn't have to be anything complicated. You know, most small businesses can't afford staff bonuses or certainly not on a regular basis. And very few employers want to be going down the route of like a formal grievance process every time someone messes up. You know, that's just it's a waste of everybody's time. Um, And it's often, you know, not appropriate to escalate anything, you know, to that level. So there are far simpler ways of just achieving, you know, some some better team performance. What can rewards look like? 
let's have a think about what it could look like to reward someone for a job well done. Well, obviously, saying thank you and well done. But that often gets missed, doesn't it? (laughs) That very simple starting point. Have you said thank you and well done? Have you done that? Have you said that in front of the rest of the team? That's not always appropriate, but sometimes that can be really good. Um, You know, a bottle of wine for someone who performed really well on a certain task. A box of chocolates for the person who hit their target first. A social media post celebrating someone in your team who's gone the extra mile. Um, Certainly passing on good client feedback to the team members who helped with the project. I think, you know, as a business owner, we often, we're the ones who see the bad feedback and yet that's our responsibility to manage that. But we're also the ones who see the positive feedback. And it's really important to remember to pass that on. You know, that's not our little treat to keep in our back pocket. That needs to be passed on to anyone who was responsible for making that feedback happen. And, and, you know, and replying to client feedback by copying in the relevant team members, you know, don't take all the credit for yourself, kind of say, oh, yeah, I'm really glad that went well. Of course, I couldn't have done it without, you know, Jim, Bob and Frank. Well done, Jim, Bob and Frank. Um, and then on the other side of the coin, we, we have consequences. And again, they, they don't have to be anything enormous either. It could be something like a phone call to just ask what went wrong. Um, an email asking for three learning points that the team member is going to take forward to ensure that the mistake doesn't happen again. Uh, perhaps more regular one-to-one catch-ups with a particular team member to try to get to the root of a problem. Or a focused chat with somebody to find out if they're unhappy, you know, to find out what they want from the role. Is there something happening here that you need to know about? Now, those things don't sound like punishments, which is right. They're not supposed to. (laughs) Consequences are not intended to shame and punish. Consequences are there to make it clear when something is a problem and to try to ensure that that problem does not arise again. So it's about getting to the root of the problem, not shaming the person, if that makes sense. You know, nobody performs better when they're beaten down mentally. You know, if, if you think of it, if you think of consequences as some kind of stick to beat someone with, that, that's not going to be helpful. Consequences should be a way of shedding light on a situation, providing some clarity you know, so that you're not all fumbling around in the dark trying to figure out what went wrong and how to fix it. And in the same way, you know, rewards are not pats on the head. You know, we're not infantilizing our team here. What you want to do is make it clear that you appreciate their efforts and you understand that they're adults whose focus and time are valuable. So you appreciate that they have put their focus and time into your business. And, you know, you'd like them to do that more. So you're going to recognise it when they do. You know, when people, when the only reward that people get is payment, then they're going to do the bare minimum to ensure they get paid. Not everybody, but most people. And that's logical. And that doesn't make them bad people. That makes them kind of logical and sensible people, really. Um, You know, they have their own stuff going on. They have their own issues to tackle. And when the only consequence is you as the business owner clearing up the mess, then nobody's going to bother to avoid the same problem in the future. 
you know, because without any consequence, they might not even really recognise there was a problem in the first place. <laughs> so it, it might feel very easy to just go, oh, well, you know, I'll fix it. But there needs to be some kind of consequence, some kind of recognition that something happened that needs to be avoided in the future. So it's really important to be clear about what will happen when things go well and when things go badly. And I guess this is potentially where we come to our little mindset block for the episode. Because when you're considering this process of rewards and consequences, you need to make sure that you're including yourself in this. And this can be a tricky one, can't it? Because we kind of all understand rewarding ourselves, even if we might not do it, but we should be doing it. We understand the the concept of rewarding ourselves. But what about the concept of consequences when we make a mistake? You see, straight away, however, whatever I've just said, you're probably going straight away back to the idea of a stick to beat yourself with. Like, oh my God, when I make a mistake, there needs to be a consequence. Do I need to sit in the corner? No, (laughs) you need to do the same things for yourself that I just suggested doing with your team. You need to check in with yourself. Are you doing okay? Like, how can that problem be avoided in the future? Let's let's write some stuff down. Let's be, you know, big and brave and grown up. Let's sit down and write down how we can avoid it in the future. But also, is there a reason that mistake happened? Are you exhausted? Is there something you're not enjoying? Do you need some help? Like, are you okay? That's what I mean by a consequence, something that happens because of something else, not the consequences you're going to be sat in the corner with no dinner. <laughs> these, are, these are not good consequences. They're not going to help. And, you know, when something goes right, you need to be buying yourself that, that bottle of champagne or that box of chocolates or whatever the reward might be. So it really is about being as clear as you can be. And as we discussed in the last episode, you know, leadership is about providing clarity because that makes people feel safe. When they know where the boundaries are, that makes them feel safe. And when people feel safe, they perform better and they feel happier. So as I said last time, it's not about being nice. It's not about being everybody's best friend. It's about being really clear so everyone knows how they can do their best and that they're going to get rewarded for doing their best. Because in a team situation, in a job situation, that's what people want. To know that their best efforts are going to be recognised that it's worth them making those efforts. And that's what you want as a business owner. You want people putting in their best efforts whenever they can. So until next time, be excessively kind to yourself and kind of nice to your team as well, even though we don't like the word nice. (laughs) Be a good boss to your team and to yourself. And remember to squeeze every last drop of enjoyment out of life. Take care. Thank you so much for listening. It's great to have you along for the ride. If you enjoyed the episode, I'd be so grateful if you could leave me a review. And don't forget to subscribe so you know when new episodes are up. If you identified a mindset block during the episode and would like to work with me one-to-one, you can find out how in the show notes. See you next time.